Welcome to the Puzzle Podcast CMO Series. Welcome to the Puzzle CMO Series podcast, where we discuss all things marketing and BD in professional services. So whilst a career in legal business and development and marketing is not always top of mind when it comes to career choices, it is certainly one full of opportunities to leave your mark. As marketing and business development become more prominent and key drivers for supporting the success of law firms, opportunities for those within those functions are only increasing. To talk about his own experiences and insights into this topic, it is a pleasure to introduce Matt Goff, the Director of Business Development and Marketing at Eckert Siemens. Matt, welcome to the CMO Series. Thank you, Ali. It is a pleasure of mine to join the PASL CMO Series, and I look forward to the conversation ahead. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolute pleasure, Matt. We're uh, we're thrilled to have you on, and uh, from the conversations we've had building into this, I know that it's going to be uh, be a great one to get into. So. Without further ado, I um, wanted to open up with the first question. Question. So for most, um, a career in legal business development comes as a surprise um, and more than something that's probably typically planned. So how did you find yourself in your current role? Sure, and you're exactly right, Ali. I would say for the most of us in this role, it is a opportunity that we fell into or landed into, but it is certainly a business and a career that I think as legal marketers and business development professionals, we have to advocate and share the the successes and, and great opportunities that we have in these fields. But my role really came out of an opportunity working at Reed Smith in Pittsburgh. I started at the ground floor of the firm in the duplicating and uh, copy center and naturally sort of moved my way around into firm administration positions. I worked in our records department. And by chance, I also sat on the marketing and business development floor at the firm at the time. And uh, just was the right time, right place for an opportunity to join the marketing and business development team. And it was just a a natural fit for me at that point. And from there, I... uh, earned my master's degree in corporate communications, and then my career took off and I've been in legal marketing for the past 14 years plus. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And um, I think what kind of really strikes home for me there is that opportunity just within one place that can kind of open up so many doors for you. And actually, clearly, you know, this is something that you really enjoy and have thrived in. And, you know, it's a message I really want to get out there to people in whatever they're doing, but obviously, particularly within this industry. Um, so kind of when we kind of think think about that, you know, were there any uh, points in your career that you thought were particularly pivotal? Um, and if so, what were they? Absolutely, Ali. I think in these careers, and I will echo what you said the opportunities to take on these roles and these positions really sometimes fall into your lap, but there's also ways that you can seek them out. Um, from, from my perspective, a pivotal point probably was at the beginning of my career. I started working in the legal industry in 2008. It was the height of the global financial crisis. And I think it really set a foundation for me in these roles to understand what A, the lawyers and the partners who own these firms, you know, put in on the effort side and B, really understanding clients and the process and the mechanics behind how a law firm operates. As I noted is when I started my career, you know, I I worked in the duplicating center Mm. and some of these law firms are massive operations that work around the clock. And I will just say that every aspect of a law firm is critically important from administration to marketing, to lawyers, to clients, to senior leadership, every piece of the puzzle 
really drives the engine that makes these law firms run. Yeah, I think that's um, a really sort of personal point in terms of, you know, that every aspect is incredibly important. I think it's probably for anybody in, in, in their career, it's quite easy to maybe get lost in thinking that you're a very small cog, but actually it has a huge impact. And and when we kind of think about that, you know, early on in the business development career, you know, what do you think are the key opportunities today uh, for having an impact on the firm and, and building that successful career? I think saying yes a lot, Ali, truly does help provide a successful career. In my experience, I've worked on proposal teams. I've worked in specific business development roles, uh, supporting practices, supporting lawyers. And I think when you say yes to those opportunities, new opportunities arise. Um, 10 years ago, I was working at uh, my first firm at Reed Smith and had the opportunity to live in London for a summer and onboard a private equity team. And without saying yes to some of those opportunities that uh, came my way previous to that, I would have never had that experience. And it, it's one that I look back fondly on as a rewarding and a truly unique opportunity for me to sort of set the groundwork for my career and, and understand how people work, not only you know in the US, but around the world. So I would uh, always encourage folks in this world, in this industry to say yes to these opportunities that come along. I would also say, Ali, um, one other aspect is, is look outside your day to day. Mm. Um, at one of my previous firms, and I've been, I've had the great fortune to be at, now this is my fourth AMLA firm, but um, my last firm I was at, I supported our veterans network, which was a part of the diversity and inclusion effort. And I'm not a veteran myself, I'm an ally of the veterans causes, but it was a truly unique opportunity for me to have a different lens on how lawyers work, how lawyers conduct business with their clients and how lawyers also give back to their communities through that diversity lens and the veteran space. So I would encourage folks to also look outside your day to day and see what opportunities exist inside your firms for, for growth and development and learning new experiences um, that help the firm run overall. Yeah, I love that. I think with both of them, like just, just being able to say yes to something, it just shows the opportunities that it creates, you know, be that an opportunity early in your career to come over to London and, you know, understand the benefits of that brought, but also, you know, in your former firm, looking at kind of that diversity element around the veterans and the opportunities it opens up. And it's kind of almost feels like a little bit of a theme coming through in terms of, you know, say yes to things. There's loads of opportunity within actually the place that you're sat at the moment. So it's not necessarily having to look elsewhere for that. Um, I actually want to ask you there. I mean, I know you're saying say yes was 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 one of your big pieces of advice there. But is there anything in your own personal experience where you've said no to and you've looked back and gone, oh, actually, that would have presented other opportunities? Oh, Ali, there's um, there's probably, you know, a few a few areas that I could point to that. um perhaps would have led me maybe out of the legal industry. And mm -hmm. that, that in my experience, I've only been in the legal industry. Um, and I, I feel that this is home for me. So if I said no to some experiences, I probably wouldn't be on this podcast with you today. I probably wouldn't <laughs> be sitting at the firm I am at today. So, you know, there it's, it's, it's a life lesson of balance that, um, you have to understand, you know, you make the choices that you feel are the best with the information you have at that time. So, um, you know, there are there are positives to saying no as well. 
Yeah, of course, I, I don't disagree. And as you say, we wouldn't have the pleasure of you on here today if uh, that had been the case. So um, actually, with that in mind, obviously, you've worked in in Amlaw, 50 global law firms, um, as well as some sort of smaller specialist firms. So do you think um, that there are many differences between those size of firms when it comes to how business development professionals need to approach their roles? 100%, Ali. Um, I would say that from my experience, you know, I've been at some very large global law firms and they are true machines when it comes to following the sun mentality. Mm. And they have large departments, large support departments inside the marketing and business development function. So every firm has a unique culture. Every firm has a unique approach of how they work with their clients, how they work internally. Um, from technology to support to access, I think every firm has an opportunity to make their own mark. And I certainly would, would say that when you're at these different firms, take the experiences that you have learned along the way and take the good and implement them and remind yourself of maybe the not so good that has kept a reminder of, you know, how not to operate um, and keep it positive is what I would say. There's challenges across all of these firms, but at the end of the day, everyone is here uh, to help clients and make the firm a profitable place to work. Yeah, I can imagine, well, it's, you know, as you say, take those experiences because it's only going to help to shape you as an individual, you know, be it in, in a larger firm or a much smaller specialist, but you can kind of bring all of those unique experiences you have and kind of help to develop yourself, I suppose. So in your current role, you are working on a number of programs to bring an impact to the firm. Um, what are those and what would you say are the most significant opportunities for senior business development professionals to have an impact on their firm? Great question, Ali. In my current role, I sit as the first chair here at Eckerd Siemens in the marketing and business development department. And I am truly fortunate to have access to firm management, firm leadership. And it is a tremendous benefit that I have the opportunity to hear firsthand firm vision, firm insights, firm direction. And I think that is a critical piece of the puzzle in these marketing and business development professional roles. And I would encourage folks who are say in the mid-management, senior management, or just starting in these roles to ask those questions and to ask those who came before you about how you landed where you did, what aspects did you see? Where did you learn to grow your career? And how do you work with firm leadership and firm management? And the second part of that question uh, on the programming I think it's critically important that you understand the vision of the firm. Um, I'm, I'm working with senior leadership here at Eckerd Siemens on institutional client programs. What drives the business on a day-to-day -day basis? Where can we expand that business? Where can we introduce opportunities for diversity efforts, inclusion efforts? Is there a possible event or third-party uh, publication, third-party resource for events, profiling, highlighting the good that is coming from this firm. Um, so I would encourage everyone to think of programs such as the Institutional Client Program, think of opportunities such as diversity and inclusion, and see where you can align yourself to grow the firm and to help the clients that are here at your firm you work at. 
And are there any any particular uh, programs that either you're looking to run or have run previously that you felt have been um, have made a real impact? I suppose I know that you mentioned the veterans one previously, and having spoken off air, it was something that that you said was amazing in terms of the diversity that it brought and the opportunities. Are there anything else sort of similar to that that, that you've done that you think's uh, you know really notable? Absolutely. So I think understanding who the institutional clients are at law firms is critically important. Who those key clients are, those key revenue drivers, who the relationship partners are, who the relationship lawyers are, um, understanding those aspects and really driving the effort to whether it's cross-sell, whether it is introduce a diversity or an inclusion opportunity to those clients, or even you know partner with them on events. I think it's critically important that you understand the institutional clients mm. that are here at the firm. And you can take a lot of those skill sets, whether it's pitches, whether it's responding to requests, whether it's co-sponsoring an event, and apply those aspects to new or potential clients, Allie. I think it's it's very important that you have a base and a foundation to understand, you know, what drives the law firms from the client side and then implement those skills and those opportunities for new and potential clients. Yeah, it makes makes a lot of sense. And I really appreciate that advice. So. If we start to kind of, I guess, look a little bit outside of, of, of the law firm itself that you may be working in, um, you know, I know, Matt, yourself, that you've actually been really closely involved with the LMA um, and you've actually set up the LMA chapter um, for Pittsburgh. Um, so actually with that, you know, is there any advice that you would have for how to make the most of that organization, um, you know, particularly as you start to grow in your career and the opportunities it might present? Being an advocate for this position, this industry alley is my biggest piece of advice. Uh, as you noted, I did start the Pittsburgh chapter of the Legal Marketing Association here at beginning, <laughs> beginning of 2022. Absolutely, Ali. It, it was a, I started a new job in June, started the new chapter in January. Um, so a lot of newness, I will say in 2022, but it, it certainly was an exciting opportunity. Um, the LMA network is truly global. We just launched an international arm earlier this year, and it is a network of professionals you can rely on, you can go to with questions, comments, feedback, what is happening in the legal industry from a marketing and business development professional perspective. And I think as we all work in these positions and we all work through um, the different asks that we get on a daily basis from our lawyers and law firms, it truly is a network that we can advocate for and rely on because these are very challenging jobs. They are dependent on economic circumstances. Mm -hmm. They are dependent on client circumstances. And it is a very rewarding, but it is also a very challenging job on a day-to-day -day basis. And that Legal Marketing Association is a network you can truly rely on for support and guidance. Yeah, definitely. Having had that opportunity to sort of, uh, I guess, tap into it a little bit myself, I can, I can really see that. And everyone's incredibly closely linked. And as you say, you know, a trusted network that people can rely on. And, you know, there are an amazing individuals such yourself, Matt, who have, you know, been in in, in the legal world since you, you came out of college and it's been something you've done from the start. But equally, there are other individuals who kind of came at, came at it from, from different angles. Maybe there are other professional service firms or completely out of industry. So actually, for anybody coming through and, and rising to the top, there's loads of different great people 
people that through the LMA you can probably get in contact with and ask for advice and seek out what, what they've done and how that's benefited them. So um, I'm glad that you've been able to set up that Pittsburgh chapter and hopefully uh, can can only continue to build it because I know you've got some aspirational goals with it. So that, that's really cool. Um, Absolutely, Ali. And I, I one comment on that, uh, similar to the LMA, I would encourage anybody working in this legal marketing and business development profession to, you know, keep your network strong. Um, while this industry is global, it is very small in nature. And I think we're probably only three or four connections away from knowing somebody who has worked at, you know, the law firm down the street as well. So I, I always encourage folks to be positive, um, be grateful, be connectors. Um, there are folks around the world that I could talk to, you know, in, in Europe, in Australia, here in the US that I've had the privilege to work with over the course of my career at a number of firms. And uh, your impact can make a difference. And, you know, I would truly encourage people to stay positive and be that connector at your law firm. Yeah, certainly. No, I really do appreciate that. You know, at the top of the podcast, so we actually spoke a little bit around, you know, how you came to your role. So I guess my question for you would be, you know, do you think that a career in legal marketing and business development is something that we're going to see more people looking to in the future? Absolutely. We as business development professionals and marketing professional professionals need to be our biggest advocate in these roles. These roles are challenging, but at the same time, very rewarding. You are working alongside partners, firm leadership, firm administration, uh, guiding clients and guiding internal clients, which is mostly our, our internal stakeholders, the partners, to drive business, uh, to support our clients and to see business success from all angles. I think these are unique careers that not a lot of people know about, but again, it is our job in this field to share the rewarding careers that can be developed at law firms around the world. Yeah, I think um, for me, the, the key word that comes out in all of that is exposure. Um, you know, we're fortunate enough to speak to so many great people within your world, you know, at the very senior level, but also more junior. And it really is um, legal, uh, legal businesses, law firms, there's so much exposure with them. You know, you mentioned it earlier on in terms of the opportunities you had at Reed Smith to eventually fall into the role that you're doing. But also, you know, you get the chance to touch on so many different industries, practices, and really get that understanding of actually the world as a whole, I suppose, and what maybe an in interest to kind of focus on. So I absolutely love that, Matt. Um, so I guess for, for us, you know, we're kind of coming, coming to the end here, and, and we always like to ask a sort of a similar question. But to finish off, um, it'd be un believable if you could please share you know what would be your one piece of advice for others looking to make the most of opportunities that exist within legal marketing and business development my biggest piece of advice would be seek out those opportunities and stay humble when you do so it is an opportunity to work at some of the best law firms around the world to be a partner to the lawyers who are driving business but don't be afraid to take on a challenge and take on an opportunity because it will lead to the success of your own career in these industries. I absolutely love that. Nice and simple and a really great takeaway and a way to finish, Matt. Um, I really hope that you know everything that's been said has been incredibly valuable. And I hope that the people who do listen to it um, take a lot away from it. I'm sure that they will. But, you know, particularly we're hopefully able to inspire the next generation of, of legal marketers and, and BD professionals coming through. So thanks so much for sharing, obviously, all of that invaluable knowledge, Matt. 
Absolutely, Al. It's been my pleasure. It's been excellent. So um, in terms of a little bit more relaxed, as, as, as tradition goes, we'd like to finish with a little bit more of a quick fire round, a bit more relaxed, get to know you a little bit. So, Matt, I'm going to kick off with um, the first question, which is who is your favorite author? My favorite author would probably be Bob Woodward. Um, I'm a big political junkie, history junkie. So I am always interested in reading his books and, and what is happening um, around the world here in the U.S. On, on politics and history. So he's a great one to read. Brilliant. Um, secondly, what is your first job or what was your first job, should I say? Sure. As I mentioned earlier in the podcast, my first job, you know, straight out of the uh, my undergraduate degree was, you know, a duplicating specialist alley was my official title, but um, started the basement floor of, you know, a glo global law firm and, you know, just have been driven to advance my career from that day forward. Um, I will note, you know, when I was in college, I worked overnight at the international airport here in Pittsburgh. I cleaned airplanes for what was then U.S. Airways and now is American Airlines, but um, that taught me a lot about life, a lot of life experiences gained doing that job overnight. And just, um, again, relates back to staying humble in your career um, and, and continuing the push forward to do the best you can um, in the job you have. Definitely. And I think both examples uh, demonstrated a lot of hard graft that would have had to have gone into them. Um, so in terms of the third question, what makes you happy at work, please? I truly enjoy seeing the success of others, teammates, the firm overall. I am a uh, big brand person for the firms I worked at and the current firm I work at. So I am I am always happy to see the success of the greater good of the law firm I'm at. Fantastic. Um, fourth question, what are you listening to at the moment? You know, that might be podcast, music, audio books. It could be the news, whatever it might be kind of really put, put, put pertinent for you at the moment. Absolutely. I'm, I'm a big country music fan. Garth Brooks, Tim McGraw, um, old school country, I would say for me, Ali, you know, the 90s country music, but I um, also listen to, you know, AJR, Panic at the Disco, um, what what have you is out there. My my Pandora channel stations, you know, really run the course of all types of music, Ali. And on uh, just, you know, listening or watching, you know, I'm a big fan of the news, similar to the history and political side of the house here. So, you know, Face the Nation on CBS here in, here in the States is always a good program to get caught up on the, the weekly events. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing. And finally, Matt, um, where is your favorite place to visit and why? Yeah, that that would be a beach. You name a <laughs> beach alley, I am all for it. And, and anywhere with my family, uh, my wife, my, I have a six-year-old daughter, we had the great fortune of visiting Puerto Rico earlier this year. So it was a great family trip, but um, we are certainly beach people. So any place that has sun and sand, um, I would be happy to visit with my family. Brilliant. I love that. And I would uh, have to agree, you know, being in London, we don't necessarily get as much sunshine as we like. So any beach um, is always welcomed from my side as well. Uh, Matt, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, thanks so much for making the time. And uh, yeah, it's been really great to talk to you. It has been my pleasure, Ali. Thank you, and to the PASL organization as well. Pleasure.